From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Friday evening, March 17th. I'm Sarah Reif. PG&E has signaled strongly that it's considering the expedited removal of Scott Dam due to seismic concerns, according to a news item in an industry publication yesterday. In the meantime, the spillway gates at the top of the dam will remain open. This will cause Lake Pillsbury in Lake County to be 10 feet or 26 percent lower than it normally is heading into spring. According to the PG&E article, with the dam gates remaining open, water availability will be similar to dry year conditions experienced in 2020 and 2021. PG&E owns and operates Scott Dam in Lake Pillsbury, which are part of the Potter Valley Hydropower Project, which diverts water from the Eel River into the Russian River. The utility is in the process of developing a plan to surrender the entire project. Early this afternoon, PG&E filed the document with FERC, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, explaining that according to the results of a recent analysis, quote, proactive steps to limit the potential for seismic instability of Scott Dam are necessary at this time, including maintaining the lower water level. The filing states that according to a memo prepared by its engineering consultant on March 14th, the proposed restriction will improve the dam's expected stability and safety performance during a major earthquake. Alicia Heyman is the executive director of Friends of the Eel River, an environmental group that's questioned the seismic safety of the Potter Valley Project for years. That information is secret due to laws about the confidentiality of infrastructure vulnerabilities. We've been raising concerns about Scott Dam's location next to Bartlett Springs Fault, about the active landslide on the southern abutment of the dam, about the knocker, that giant boulder that sits right behind the dam and is the reason that Scott Dam has that really unusual sharp angle in its construction. It's really, um, frankly, kind of validating to see PG&E and FERC starting to take these concerns seriously. Elizabeth Salomon is the district manager for the Russian River Flood Control and Water Conservation Improvement District, a water wholesaler and a leading water manager for the Upper Russian River in Mendocino County. The news is devastating for the Mendocino County Russian River watershed. We're likely to feel impacts of these changes in the Eel River to the Russian River transfers, even in a year like this one. The upper portion of the Russian River is reliant on Lake Mendocino, which is a reservoir that does not hold enough storage to see us through extended drought periods. It needs to refill every winter to meet historical water use levels, and that doesn't account for carryover in case there is a dry winter. PG&E has not submitted a plan to remove the dam at this point, but it's already planning to submit a variance request to manage the flows out of Lake Pillsbury to keep the levels low. The utility expects a minimum flow of 5 to 25 cubic feet per second to the east branch of the Russian River, which flows into Lake Mendocino. The Potter Valley Irrigation District has a separate contract with PG&E for its water. The Irrigation District's Janet Polly said a lot of uncertainty remains, but she's expecting this year's grapes to make it through the cold. As far as I know and from what I've been told today, for sure we'll be able to access our frost protection water this spring, which of course is critically important. The way the frost protection works on our contract with PG&E is we request it. We don't get just a certain block of water. So if we have an indication that there's going to be cross protection needed, we have to contact Pacific Gas and Electric so that we can get delivered the number of, of cubic feet per second we think we need to fill ponds so that we're capable of frost protecting the next night or the next three nights or whatever it is. And that's that's been in place for quite a long time. What's going to happen with our summer water supply? It has yet to be determined. 
Charlie Schneider is the Lost Coast Project Manager for California Trout, which has long advocated for the full removal of the Potter Valley Project, including Cape Horn Dam and Van Arsdale Reservoir in Potter Valley. One of the project's mitigation measures is releasing cold water for salmon from the bottom of the Lake Pillsbury Reservoir into the Eel River. Though Schneider says the habitat below the dam does not make up for the habitat behind the dam, which is inaccessible to the fish. Caltrout's main concern, and, and those of us that care about the Eel River's main concern, is to make sure that this obsolete project that's kind of falling apart now is still able to take care of the fishery and, and manage its impact on the Eel River in that interim period before you know the project's decommissioned. So we want to make sure that the, the ultimate outcome here is dam removal, which is going to benefit the river and the fishery. But in that interim period, we want to make sure we're not killing all the fish you know, between now and when we can get the dams out. So we're operating in this interesting gray area now between how the projects operate, operated the last 50 years and you know this future, which is post-decommissioning. The next to the last sentence of PG&E's article about keeping the spillway gates open is far from definitive. It reads, The company plans to continue to develop long-term mitigation measures which could include expedited partial or full removal of Scott Dam. Heyman is focusing on the possibility of things moving fast. I'm a bit of an eternal optimist, and so the key word that I hone in on in that sentence is expedited. Salamone is not quite as optimistic about the expedited nature of the much-reduced flow, which is a certainty with the spillway gates staying open as long as the dam is in place. One proposal that's been put forward is the removal of Scott Dam and then continuing with what we call the run of the river or what would be wintertime transfers from the Eel to the Russian River. And with that, there was an understanding that we would need to reduce our reliance on those summertime Eel River diversions and eliminate them eventually, if that was the option that happened in the future. But that was in the future. We, we thought we had some time to turn the bus around on this. And now we're finding, dramatically, we do not have time. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.